It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insight, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And hello again, this is Tom Scarta from the Franchise Academy bringing you everything franchising. Everything you wanted to know and everything you were afraid to ask, this is the place to come. We're going to have a great show today. We got some special guests and some special friends that are going to join us in a minute. So if you have listened to the podcast before, you know what I do and how I help people figure out if franchising is for them or not, because it's definitely not for everyone. So for those folks that want to find out about, you know, controlling their own destiny through franchise ownership, kind of getting away from the boss and and signing the front of the check instead of the back of the check, this is where you're going to learn everything and how to figure it all out. But tonight, I have a really special guest. They're not from the franchise world, so they get to help us figure out what we're doing maybe incorrectly in franchising because they're looking from the outside in. So... Becky and Eric Eunice are actually CPAs, but they have pivoted their whole entire business into helping entrepreneurs get to the problems such as understanding numbers and understanding employees, employee retention through their programs. So the, these guys, their husband and wife, they are an entrepreneurial team, 45 years of experience, you know, combined because they're about 25 years old each, so <laughs> can't have 45. Uh, but Rebecca is a second generation CPA, which I love that idea. And Eric is a business consultant. Together, they use their experience to help entrepreneurs turn their businesses more profitable and into well-oiled machines. And I also have my wife, Gina, with me tonight, who is always making my podcast better. So welcome, Gina. Thank you. Hello. And Becky and Eric, are you there? We, we are, are here. Absolutely. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, Gina. Hey, Tom. We're so excited to have you on. Oh, my God. We are so excited to be here. This is so great. And, you know, it's funny. We we haven't seen each other probably in four years. We originally met at a seminar. We're like sitting across from each other and we're like eyeing each other across the aisle, I remember. And and they're like, and Gina and I are saying, they look like us. And, And I'm sure you guys are saying, wow, those guys... Where are they from? Because they don't—they look like they're from Mars or something. (laughs) (laughs) No, we knew you were East Coasters. That's that was for sure. We knew, and Eric had on his Robert Graham shirt, and it was like, okay, yeah, we like these guys. (laughs) You guys match for VIP. Yeah, sitting up in VIP, and and I'm saying, I'm saying to Gina, that guy's wearing a a Robert Graham shirt, but he has it tucked in. He must be a CPA or something. <laughs> he, he was trying to accentuate his um his quote unquote twenty five year old waist that you just gave him. What else do you expect from Rhode Island and New York? Yeah, that's Germany. right. Confidence. Confidence <laughs> and right. Hardcore, man. Hardcore. <laughs> this is great. I mean, you guys have evolved so much actually, you know, over the past you know, four years I've been watching you on social media. Yeah, even have your own podcast. What is the name of your podcast, by the way? Oh, it's called The Entrepreneur's Edge with Rebecca Eunice. Look at, listen to how he says that. You like that delivery? <laughs> That's nice. 
Very nice. <laughs> Very cool. And and you guys are on iTunes and all that good stuff, I assume, right? Yes, we're on iTunes and Google Play. Nice. I just learned, as we were doing kind of the pre-programming, that you guys sold your CPA practice. Is that right? We did. We did. We're out of the stereotypical CPA brick and mortar business. It was tax and accounting firm. We we were in business for over 20, 20 plus years. And it was just time to move on with regard to where we actually wanted to be and where we saw ourselves going. Yeah, I mean, we... I mean, the, the overall idea was we really wanted to get into the nuts and bolts of helping our clients build their business, help them work with the internal functions, see where, where they needed help, and really just, you know, like you had said, make uh, these companies a well-oiled machine, and more importantly, most profitable. So seems how we deal with numbers pretty much our whole life, we, uh, yeah. it's just a great place to be. But we were stuck behind tax returns. So we weren't able to really roll up our sleeves in the zone that we were in at that time. I understand that for sure. I I have to say, it's so awesome that you were able to kind of walk away from a thriving practice to really follow your dreams. I mean, essentially, right? Well, I kind of was digging my heels in. Five years. (laughs) It only took me five years to convince him. Let's be honest. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How long have you guys been together? No, oh, we met oh, in college. A long time. 20 so total years, 27 total years. Pushing 49. So what's that? Wow. A long time. That's awesome. That's very long. Good small. Yeah. yeah do you- <laughs> we got you beat. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. We just celebrated. We just renewed our vows in June. We had our 30-year wedding anniversary, but we've been together 35. I saw that. I saw that on social media. The pictures were so beautiful. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. It was really nice. I mean, you know, Tom said we're going to be talking about working with your spouse, actually. And, you know, to be together that long and work together... It's a whole different animal. It is something you have to learn, I think. I'm actually, I totally agree with you. Well, I think in the beginning, just like any business with any partners, you know, it's a, we had our fights. We had a, took a little time to figure out each other's strengths and weaknesses. And, and well, Eric, Eric always jokes that he had, we had heavy paperweights because <laughs> our office were adjoined by a door. Um, but I do agree. I think that it took us about a, about a year or two to settle into where our strengths and weaknesses were lying for the firm. And so, you know, where I was totally a powerhouse, Eric wasn't. And then where Eric was the powerhouse, you know, he took the reins and I I stepped back. And we just realized that when you play off each other's strengths, it just literally will snowball and the mojo becomes incredible. But a yeah. Lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't get that, I feel like. I think also... Unfortunately, you know, egos come into play yes. and and they're like, oh, no, I want to do that. No, you need to do, you know, and, it, and it's telling each other what to do. And meanwhile, the other person is not doing anything. <laughs> so yeah, it's that <laughs> right, there is compromise. If you think about a lot of the great businesses, like, you know, you just think about Apple, right? So there was Steve Jobs, but there was also, you know, the great was behind him that was just as important in that business, but everybody knew Steve 
Jobs, not Steve Wozniak. Exactly. And Wozniak was big enough to step back and let Jobs take the reins. Same thing with Melinda and Bill Gates. So, and Tom and Gina Scarna. Yeah. <laughs> and Rebecca and Eric Judas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and and it's, it's important. Like when, when Gina, uh, when we had a, a, a one of our franchises, it was a brand new concept called Super Suppers. And, and Gina was on 11 different TV interviews, not to mention newspapers and magazines. And she ran with it. And Tom and was I, a little jealous at first. I was jealous. I, you know, <laughs> I have a super ego. I mean, come on. I wear he Robert, wanted to be on TV. <laughs> I, I wear Robert Graham shirts. Come on. Yeah, you but, got them, right? So Gina, yeah, right. she is better looking. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I do have to agree. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to say anything to follow up, except for you definitely married up, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Although in the beginning, I didn't think that. I was very confident. Oh, no, he was pompous. He was not confident. He was pompous. There is a fine thing that he pushed. But I agree with you. I think that Eric did the same thing with regard to our business. I'm typically on the front line with all the visual and audio production. Mm -hmm. And he's on the back end of it, making it all happen. I, I don't have anything to do with anything on the back end. If I just say, okay, I'm going live and, and I go live, that's what happens. And he handles everything else. But, you know, we just play those strengths and weaknesses the way we should in order for us to push forward. And we just become stronger as we keep building. So what I think yeah. is good about a husband and wife team business is that when you're dealing with clients, that each one of those potential customers or clients can relate to either the male or the female, depending on, you know, not just their points and who they are, but what types of strengths that they have. So I think that's actually an advantage. I also think that when a husband and wife go into a business, they have to start out like it's two, you know, friends or, you know, business acquaintances that are going into business together. And write down in a business plan who is doing what role and what job. And I think it has to be very delineated and very deliberate about who's doing what. And going into that, you need to know what your strengths and weaknesses are. And you have to be honest about it and not try to do something that is not in you know your wheelhouse. Exactly. And, um, you know, like in Eric's wheelhouse... He wasn't into, say, the online videos and things along that nature when we embarked on the newest journey. But when we were in the tax firm together, his strength was he was the CEO. He was in charge of strategic marketing and business development, where I was basically the tax girl and running the team. That was my job. That was my forte. That's what I did. Eric brought the business through the door and we executed once it came through. So because I knew that I wasn't good at that. You know, and it takes a lot for each one to come to terms with just owning their strengths. And Tom, it goes back to what you said about ego, because a lot of times you just always think, well, I can do it better than anybody. And if that overshadows your spouse, all bets are off. I mean, it's very, very difficult to be successful at that point. Well said. I agree. And you would talk, you just had mentioned your newest journey. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So what are you guys doing? You pivoted, you're transitioning. It's been two years now. Tell us a little bit about 
really what your mission is now? Okay, so now our mission is we get to roll up our sleeves with entrepreneurs and actually help them enjoy the personal and financial freedom they originally set out to get going into business. I love what you said about you want to sign the front of the check versus the back of the check. That is awesome. And a lot of times what happens is, as you know, people come into business and they just think like, you know what, I can do it better. I can make more and so be it from going into business. But what they find is they hit the wall. They hit the brick wall. They're like, they have the product, they have the service, but now what do we do? And they're working, you know, hand over fist time. And like the time is endless. It's 110 hours a week. They don't see the family. They're really barely breaking even or paying bills or paying their employees. And they're not really getting the fruits of their labor. And so what we've done is we've just decided, we've designed a six-week course. Well, we have two different things. We've designed a six-week course that helps them put systems in their businesses to get back their freedom and their time, as well as increase their personal freedom and time, as well as increase their financial freedom and what they actually went into business for. We help by implementing specific systems for them in their businesses. We can either do that in um, in our group class or we do it one-on-one as a coach, a coach and trainer. Oh, cool. Do you have like an on, online product as well or anything like that? Well, we don't necessarily have a online, what a lot of typical people will have like an online program that will send them into like membership area. But in our case, it's live training. So we will go through specific areas of the business and we'll coach them on what they should be doing. And then we'll do an implementation for each one of those aspects on a weekly basis. So it's more not just educating them and showing them what they should be doing, how to run their businesses better, but then at that point, implementing you know real change so that you know they can realize these efficiencies. And, and most of the time, we deal with on a monetary basis how it affects profit, how it affects cash flow. So where our forte more than anything is, is making the companies more profitable. So before we get deeper, I just wanted to get your web address or how people could contact you guys? Yes. Okay. So they can either go to talkwithbecky.com. And what that does, that brings them in to just schedule an initial telephone call. Tell us their pains in business and what they have going on and um, see how our six-week program could actually help them. And that's one way to reach us or it's unisgroup.com, E-U-N-I-S group.com. Okay. And I'll put all that on our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com for those listening and you want to find out more about this really cool program. The other thing that caught my attention, guys, is you were talking about the biggest pain in business ownership being employees. And you have part of the program relates to that. Is that right? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's my favorite part. (laughs) I absolutely love working with business owners because if I If I had a dime every single time someone said to me, I can't get good help. (laughs) Well, maybe it's because you're not recruiting the right kind of help. But we work with the business owners to develop teams and take the employee word out of their vocabulary. Because what we have found through our work with hundreds and hundreds of small businesses is that the owners that incorporate a team mindset far supersede any employee mindset because 
They create a culture or we assist with culture. We assist with expressing their vision to the team. There's certain tactics that we help them implement from going from an employee to a team so that people stay. You know, it's retention. When you find a good one, you want to keep them. And sometimes it's not all about the money. Yeah, so uh, yeah. it's bringing the right type of people in. And, and more importantly, a lot of it's training, training them correctly. And like Becky said, the vision is very important. Communication is very important. Making sure, just like we talked about, you know, with husband and wife or partners or you know, business owners, that it's just as important that the team understand what their responsibilities are, their job functions, yes. their duties, and staying on them through the process itself, right through as long as they're with you. It's really a lot of fun. I absolutely love working with employers and their teams. Yeah. And and I think it's a big part of it also, which I'm sure you talk about a lot is, you know, giving them, you know, sort of ownership as an employee and, and giving them the latitude to make decisions. That's what keeps people around as well. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Because I think, you know, what we, again, what we have found, when we had our own team, our team in the tax and accounting world, the brick and mortar was phenomenal, but they knew what cogs they were in the wheel. And they knew how important their contribution was to our vision. But what it is too, is, I mean, when we sat with them, we told them what the vision of the firm was. We told them where we wanted to go and how they fit in. And basically, Mm -hmm. you know, we gave them the opportunity to express their vision of where they wanted to be with us in the firm. Because if I didn't know that, I couldn't get them there. You know, I I wouldn't know how to drive the ship. So it's super important to gain that knowledge from them. And when we sit around a round table with our business entrepreneurs and and we're working on this, these are the things that we assist with. Because a lot of times, like you, depending on industry, you're working with different types of cultures, different types of team members. And so many people, it just surprises me that so many business owners, and it's only because they're so busy, they don't think about that. They just think that the employee is going to collect a paycheck. So Rebecca, what's, what's the one thing that you're most fired up about in your business right now? Oh, wow. (laughs) Honestly, it's a huge question. Okay. So the thing I am most fired up about in my business is taking this to the next level and reaching as many entrepreneurs as we can to assist in this process. Of course, my ultimate dream is to bring this together as an academy from the stage because I feel like that would be another way to really reach out to the mass media. Because honestly, Gina, my thing is that being in business, being an entrepreneur is the American dream. And anybody can do it. You just have to have, you have to have the right team behind you and um, the right foundation. And I'm super excited to share how to get there. What's the best piece of advice you guys have ever received in business? God, you do that. (laughs) Best advice? We got you thinking, huh? (laughs) Best advice. That we ever got? That we ever got. Okay. I would say this. People always ask me where they can make money. What industries are making the most amount of money? And I always tell them that, there's money in every business. The idea is you just got to figure out how to get the most money out of there, whether it's, you know, like uh, uh, if it's the model, if it's, you know, 
whatever the situation is for that particular business. Yeah, but I think that the best advice we ever received was from one of our clients who was in retail. And he said to us, no matter what you do, don't ever forget your roots and why you went into business for yourself. And that was huge. So remember your why. (laughs) Yeah, because you know what? There's so many days, and you guys know as entrepreneurs, where you Mm -hmm. just throw the towel in. I mean, it's much easier to do that than, you know, how many times you get knocked down. The most important thing is that you always get back up one more time, right? And there are days where it's super tough to do that. And I think that that always resonated with me. Because I feel like I give that now out to entrepreneurs that we work with because we fully understand that given our background, our history with family business and all of that. And then coming back and rebounding through the bad days. Yeah. Navigating. Actually, the person who gave me that advice was my father. So that's why it's something that... Advice? The one I just Or said? the one that I had said earlier. But I'll tell you something. Like my father did tell me one good thing. Money is an instrument to enjoy life. A lot of people put so much emphasis on it and having more and more of it. And then they lose sight of the fact that you know, they're missing life. Life is passing them by because they're so governed by the almighty dollar. But it's just an instrument to enjoy life. So you just can't lose face of that. You have to just enjoy yes. enjoy family. I agree. I think that's the most important of all. I agree. Everybody says they always want more money, but it's, it's not the money they want. It's what the money brings them. It's It's the experiences that they can afford to have, you know, we, we always say we'd rather have experiences than things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's in life, right? Yes, totally. And that goes back to that personal and financial freedom that we were just talking about. Totally. Yes. But, but I totally agree with you, Rebecca, too, that you, you have to keep your why in front of you. You have to remember the reason why you're doing it. Because if you don't have a why, nothing's going to push you forward. Absolutely. And to give my spin on it, a lot of people ask me kind of what they ask Eric about what's the best business, you know, what's the hottest franchise. And the hottest franchise doesn't matter because whether it's a business or a job, it's just a vehicle to get you what you want in life. Exactly. So, you know, if it's a job, it's really you're just going to pay the bills. But, you know, if you decide, hey, I want a house, you know, on the water or I want a ski chalet or I want to, you know, I want a Ferrari, you know, you're going to need a business for that. Most jobs are not going to get you there. So it's just a vehicle. You got to figure out what you want and then you got to figure out how how to get there. That's it. Mm -hmm. The most efficient way. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, definitely. What's one thing that you do that makes you successful in your life, you know, on a personal level? Mm. What do you mean, like habits or? Yeah, like a habit or, so I know like Becky is, very into being in shape and You're exercising. You're both into, very, into fitness a lot, right? And how important is that in, in your business? It's a non-negotiable, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, it happens every single day only because it centers me and it gives me clarity. And I need that in order to run. We have multiple businesses and I need it to run my businesses. I also need it to work with other people in business. I need that energy. I need the clarity. We actually have a small module in our training with regard to that because health and wellness is such a huge part of entrepreneurship. Because if you are slow, you are tired and you walk in, your energy radiates to the team or radiates to your customers. And if you're not 
where you need to be. You're dragging them down with you. And so health and wellness for me is definitely a non-negotiable. I pull Eric along because he fights it and resists it, but he knows he has to it's the only way to keep up. It doesn't doesn't come natural to him, but I do attribute, I will definitely say that I attribute that, that that is definitely a piece to our success is, you know, maintaining health and wellness, good eating habits and having fun, especially because we are a husband and wife team as, as you two are. But I think I can relate it to family and that being the the grounding force and like Tom said, you know, the goal and where the focus should be. But I think the time that we spend with the kids kind of helps ground us down and um, it also gives motivation to keep making money and also helping people make money. So I think that it it all works together, really. It's it's the balance, the balance of putting hard, putting systems in place so that everything can be in auto. You really can just, you know, protect your profit margins, uh, manage your cash flow correctly, and then spend all that time that you can with your with your children and be healthy yeah. and get out there and move around. Life moves fast. It does. That's right. That's so right. Life moves, you just remind me of Ferris Bueller. Life moves so fast. How could they expect <laughs> to go to school? Hey, now they that, by the way. That was good. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> Guys, what's what's one myth you would like to bust about business right here, right now? Oh, all right. Well, my myth buster is that I love when people come out and they're like, yep, we're going to find balance. We're going to find that balance. It's a perfect balance in between my life and my business. It is not true. <laughs> there is never a 50-50 perfect balance between your business and your life. There never will be. And it's okay. You know, and because sometimes your business needs you more and you dedicate that time for it. But as long as you're always cognizant of what you need that balance to be to in order to make your world and your life happy between the business, the family and your own wellness. It has to be your balance that works best for what your specific life has going on at that particular time versus, you know, everything is a third, a third, a third. And it's always going to it always has to be perfect. Right. ever changing as well. That's what I mean. Like yeah, depending on where you are, hmm. sometimes there's more time in the business, especially if you're launching something new, you're spending more into the business, but always dedicating a piece to the family. But then there's other times where you can shift and you're more with the family because the business is doing what it's supposed to do on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, in, yes. uh, oh, sorry, Tom. I was going to say, you, you go, Eric, what, what was yours? Well, I think it pertains to maybe your audience that are looking to do franchises or maybe already existing franchise owners, and which probably already know this, but a lot of times people are under the the misconception that, you know, you purchase a franchise and everything is packaged and give, given to you and, you know, everything's a system that's already working, but it, it's not necessarily the case. There's still always so much to do. And even though systems are kind of set up and put into place, you know, there's no one formula that fits all and things change. So you have to always be tweaking things. You have to be making them better. So it's, there's a lot of work. Once you do establish a franchise, there's a lot of work involved still. I mean, and the, and the more you put into it, the more you get out of it as well. Yeah, that's really well said for the franchise world. And I always liken it to kind of going to a gym. You know, a lot of people feel like, I'm going to subconsciously, I'm going to join a gym and get in shape just by virtue of joining the gym. Right. 
And if you feel like you're going to buy a franchise and be successful just because you bought the franchise, you're, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> you have to actually do the work, like the gym. You have to show up and make it happen. Exactly. I mean, there there's certain systems like that we teach that go into place, of course, to make life a little bit easier. But still, there's no there's no ready formula that works for every single franchise or every single company that you just implement that formula and go and it's going to run itself. Like, no, that doesn't work that way. No, you got to analyze it. You have to adjust. You have to put in the the new system. It's it's constantly changing. So true. So guys, I want to thank you for coming on and and doing this. Do you have one piece of parting guidance or advice that you would like to give and also the best way to connect with you? Oh, well, let's see. Well, Eric, this should be very easy for you because you're always giving me advice. (laughs) (laughs) Not Eric. Go ahead. Go ahead. You take this. Uh, Well, I think in business, um, a lot of people put emphasis on so many other things. But when it comes down to business, it's about uh, inflows and outflows. It's about making money. So don't be misconstrued. It always needs to be about the money. People need to manage their cash flow. You need to be looking at the numbers at all times making the changes, making sure your profit margins are where they need to be, adjusting your pricing depending on what needs to be for the fat pricing to be profitable. This is the type of things that you need to be dealing with. It's all about the money in the end, really. Yeah, well said. And I feel really strongly about that because people, you know, as, as you're saying, you got to be able to be flexible and understand the numbers. But also, you know, what I notice just in my personal life as I'm, you know, on my stationary bike, you know, the Peloton I have, yes. you know, they they tell you, you know, look at your cadence, you know, how fast you're going and, and the speed. And I noticed that when I take my attention off of those numbers, they drop. That's right. So you want to always be looking at your numbers to make sure you're pumping them out. You know what? The numbers, we, we tell everybody this too, is that the numbers are your dashboard. You can't drive the car, can't drive the Maserati or whatever you're driving without looking at that dashboard. And you cannot run that business without looking at your dashboard. And so many people don't have that readily available to them. And it's kind of like a blind side. It's blind. Can't go forward that way. So true. I am so not a numbers person. (laughs) So in business, (laughs) business, I guess I would not be on that job. (laughs) That would be your job. That's okay. You have other strengths. Yes, I do. She does. So I take care of the numbers. She takes care of being on TV. (laughs) I I went to the bank the other day and and the cashier goes, do you want um, your balance so you can balance your checkbook? I'm like, Balance my checkbook. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my god! I would have gotten the balance, just take it home to Tom. But like, honey, look, I I got this for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's balance so my checkbook. I don't think I've ever balanced my checkbook. Yes, thank no. God for Tom. <laughs> it's oh, scary. That would get hives. It would like hives. <laughs> <laughs> you that stuff in elementary school. <laughs> like uh, so guys, tell us again how uh, the listeners can get in touch with you and, and pick your brain. Yeah, go to talkwithbecky.com. That's the easiest way to schedule an appointment that works for you. It's non-committal. 
You know, we're not going to ask you to sign up for anything. We just want to have a chat with you, see what your pains are in business, see if we can't help you out. Yeah. Well, very cool. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for being on. Oh, we are so great to talk to you guys. Yeah, we're honored to be on this with you. And it was so great catching up. Absolutely. Yeah, this is cool. So we're going to come up to Rhode Island and uh, we'll hang out and um, do what Rhode Island people do. I'm not really sure what that is, but we'll figure it out. (laughs) Well, Gina, I told Tom earlier that we. well, if you guys come here, we'll take you up to Federal Hill for some nice Italian foods. Oh, nice. Well, June 15th, the Italian chicks are going to be performing in Rhode Island. Where? Providence I'll tell you. We'll let you know. <laughs> let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we'll I'm be there. so happy. June 15th. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We're there. Right around my birthday, too. So. Me, too. Well, yeah. All right. Nice. Gemini's. Yeah. What, what day? The 12th. Oh, cool. I'm the 17th. Okay. Good to know. We'll do a birthday celebration. You got the place, Gina? She's looking it up. All right. Oh, she's Isn't that funny? I'm looking at the... Oh, the Greenwich Odium. Oh, my God. That's where that's, we live. Pretty much. Yeah, that's where we're going to be. June 15th. So I better see you there. <laughs> Down the street. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Um, All right. Good. <laughs> well, that's cool. And just just so the listeners know, everybody's probably confused. Gina is uh, in a, a comedy troupe called the Italian Chicks that play nationally. So on June 15th, they're in Rhode Island, among many other dates in New Jersey and New York coming up over the me- next two months. Awesome. So I'm glad to speak to you, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing you. Me too. Oh, Me too. Thank you for having us on. Thank you again for having us on. It's been great. Yeah. We'll have to have you Absolutely. on the podcast as well. I will <laughs> I will be honored to do that. So let's do it. All right. All right. Good night, guys. All right. Bye bye. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scarta's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.